0: Travel back in time to the 80s, reliving the peer pressure. I'm a nerd, and uh, and I'm here tonight to stand up for the rights of other nerds. The health issues. I find out that I have, um, herpes Simplex 10. And the sensitivity.
1: Like all of a sudden, I don't feel like hanging out every night.
2: I don't feel like hitting on women. I don't even feel like drinking milk out of the carton. Because just
0: like you, we're stuck in the 80s. Can you say stuck in the 80s? i Christ, can we just open the show without a, a guttural primal instinct scream from Mr. Sean Daly?
3: No, we can't.
0: This is episode 86 of Stuck in the 80s. 1986 mm. was an awesome year for me. Was, was
3: it?
2: it? Wow. Boston Red Sox in the World Series. <sighs> All right, it didn't really work out too well.
3: <laughs> I like
2: even years, I don't like odd years. I'm, 30, I'm with you. I'm 37 yeah. right now, and I hate it. But 38 and 40 won't be so bad. Right. Why is that? Do you think a lot of people are like that? I'm an they even, myself- I'm an
0: even year kind of guy too.
3: Yes, I'm actually
0: so
2: you're really
3: uncomfortable right now being fifty nine. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, I so have I, I have an irrational fear of odd numbers. Actually, so I'm I'm very much. I don't into think that's irrational. I think it's okay. completely
0: irrational. I think we all have an irrational fear of actually dis- discussing <laughs> the topic of this week's show. <laughs> hey, this is actually our reader mailbag show today, guys. So- it's not about aha. No. It, although, our first email is about Aha, Ooh. Yes. You guys remember the one-hit Wonder show we did a few weeks ago?
3: Yes, the one where none of them were one-hit wonders, you mean? It's something. Uh, mm, you know. I, I know.
0: I go to these lists. I go to these. I net, know you do. VH1 does a list of the one-hit, you know, the greatest one-hit wonders of all time. I
3: have to say it's very U.S.-centric. I think that's part of the problem. It's American, and I don't think it takes into account the UK or Australia. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> and I, well, I think I our reader uh, mail will reflect right. that.
0: So here's our first reader mail of episode. 86. Hey you know what Kathy, feeling you like America, you can get the hell out. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> all right. <You> reader <laughs> mail uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. mail letter number one. It's uh From where? Yeah,
0: you know, I don't think it says.
2: From Bill Ricca, Massachusetts. <laughs> it does
0: not say who this is from. Sorry. Uh hey brother. I just found the show on iTunes. My wife and I are hooked. But let me address some issues from the April 23rd show. Alison Moyet is not a one-hit wonder. Thank you. If you followed technical pop, Technopop, Tepeche Mode, and Yaz, you knew who Alison was. Well, I did follow those other bands, but I still don't know who Alison was. Read the letter. Wow. However, yeah, very few focused. people know she went solo after Yaz. I do, in fact, have Invisible on tape somewhere in my garage. Same. Interesting. She has an awesome voice, but is virtually unknown in the U.S., in other words, she just does not qualify as anything. Jeez. Aha! Was Sorry. not a one-hit wonder, he goes on to say. The majority of their albums had great songs that were well-known throughout my high school days and my first year of college and into the 90s. Take On Me, The Sun Always Shines on TV. And of course, L- the
3: classic, Mama, no! <laughs>
0: <laughs> Living Daylights, Cry Wolf, Losing You.
3: I forgot about Cry Wolf. Uh, You're right.
0: It just goes on and on. This guy hates us. Scritti Politti, One-Hit Wonder. Okay. He says it, but Jason. I still loved him. And yes, till Tuesday's voices carry was a one-hit wonder. He says. So, this is from yeah, oh, but, oh, oh, oh. This is because if you have not already done so, you need to friggin' address the new waiver before new waver was new wave. Stuart Goddard, better known as Adam Ant, from Adam and the Ants, classic. Oh. Oh, it is Mike. The, the, letter, the letter writer is Mike, who still wears his '80s leather jacket, Depeche Mode t-shirts, and makes his kid recite '80s songs at the dinner table. Tonight was "In a Big Country" by Big
1: Country. Aww. Uh. In a big country, dreams stay with you like a lover's voice. Park the mountainside, stay alive.
3: See now, Daddy. Can I eat yet? <laughs> <laughs> Sing it. <laughs> In a, big co- in a big country. In a big
0: country. louder. Stop crying. Stay with you.
3: I remember when we got that email, though, you passed it on to us. Yeah. I had never heard that email before. Steve. Yes, Well, until. <laughs> it was fresh to me.
0: It's because Sean Daly does not read his email. A lot of
2: no, people are furious about that one. I don't hit. think he
3: passed uh, it on to you, but I was like, wow, it's too bad he was married because I was going to propose. About
0: that show. There's a lot of negative comments. And a lot of our emails are about that one. So, you want to hear another one about that show? I don't
3: think it was necessarily negative. obviously he listened all the way through. I mean, well, well, valid the cur- point. Well, the he agreed shot. totally with me, so I was completely yeah. happy.
0: She's in a ha- much happier mood this week than she was last week. Have you listened to well, last she's... week's show yet? Nah, it's, dripping show it's dripping with oh, venom. Dripping with
3: venom. Oh, because because well, Sean was so laid back in that episode as well.
0: Yeah, but Sean didn't act like he was about to kill me.
3: Um, What about the person that commented that he needed anger management therapy Mm. after it?
0: We speak, of course, of the St. Elmo's Fire episode from last week. (laughs) We had a lot of comments on the blog about this show, one of which said, from Bass Note, one of our favorite... I love Bass Note. Boy, I could feel the anger in the room on this podcast. (laughs) So, um... Back in the 80s, I kind of liked this movie, but having seen it again within the past year, I agree with Sean and Kathy. It's a piece of crap. I said overrated in your last blog about this, but I want to change it to just plain bad. See, awesome I, I
3: think I we swayed on. people, Sean.
2: I, I, I was really expecting people to be uh, vociferously against us and yeah. pro-Steve, I know. but they were on our side.
3: They for the were on most our part, side for the most are. part.
0: A Mr. Chase Squires, our good friend Chase Squires, yes. great flick, vastly underrated, he says. Really? One of the Hmm. funniest parts, however, is how Andrew McCarthy, as a young upstart journalist, gets to pin a front-page Washington Post article on the meaning of life. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah,
2: That that drove me crazy. I didn't know it was the Washington Post.
0: I I don't think it's real clear who he's working for, Uh, but I think it's sort of just to be assumed that it's the Washington
2: Post. But it it is below the fold. It (laughs) It is, at least. It was was
0: below the fold. It was in the feature position. What's the most... um, When when Chase uh, was here, didn't he write... uh, he, he wrote poorly? A co- <laughs> no. oh i can't I, believe you would say that about he, him he wrote oh, Steve. Did he wrote i remember he wrote this one long piece about how much he loved miami vice remember that one
2: yeah i remember you guys doing a great
0: podcast about but yeah. i don't remember
3: him writing
2: about. oh it. yeah he wrote, he, yeah, yeah, he he did. wrote this really oh, yeah. long
0: piece and it's just it was a, a long love letter to miami vice was it on the front mm-hmm. page of the St. Pete times no
3: no it was on the front of Florida. floridian the meaning, yeah. of <laughs> the meaning of vice the meaning of vice
0: Something like
2: that. I miss Chase. Yeah. Yes. I want to rub his head for good luck.
3: <laughs> <laughs>
2: All right. Let's Alrighty. read another letter. There you go. Read the top one, Sean. <clears throat> uh, ooh. Okay. We have a letter here from Sarita. I hope I pronounced that correctly. Hey, guys. I'm going to be throwing an 80s party for my 24th birthday. And I want to know if you guys had any suggestions Looking at your site, I see you guys had a lot of suggestions, but it was more geared to the punk look. And a lot of my friends are going more hip hop. Please email me if you guys have any ideas. P.S. Steve, thanks for the nude photos. Oh,
3: that's. Oh, wow.
2: You <laughs> ran out of gifts to send. That's <laughs> nice. Sarita, I hope you enjoyed the photos. Uh, Steve has shaved since then, so.
3: Uh, Kathy, do you have any ideas for Sarita? Um, giant mm-hmm. how about giant clocks. I well, that was going to be my first thing. Hang of some course. giant clocks around your some neck. Some giant clocks, I think. Flavor Flav. The, the raisin Hell look.
2: album has to be played prominently. Yes.
3: What else? What else? Steve had an idea. A Little Run DMC look. You could go with that.
0: Yo, Jay, hit it. Let's go.
2: This piece is my recital. I think, I think it's very vital to rock. That's right. On top. It's tricky, <laughs> it's Here, Here we go. It's time to rock. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Steve su- suggested having TVs placed throughout your party playing 80s movies, but with the sound turned down.
0: Yeah, like for, for your party, for example, I'd get, uh, is it Breaking 2, Electric Boogaloo? Oh, oh
3: yeah. Breaking 2. Yeah. yeah. Comrade! Attention, you have just entered a battle zone. It's, it's time,
2: time for us to find that move. Why Breaking into? Why not the first? Because
3: break breaking to Electric Boogaloo it's just a sounds great, better. It's, it's greatest greatest. Better. I also saw that in the theater, and it was a double feature for the second movie, and I believe Beat Street was the other one. So yeah. that's another so one that good you ones could do. Around.
0: Yeah. Uh, um, uh, wine coolers. Wine coolers is always oh, yeah,
3: which you can't really get them anymore. My friend just had an eighties party, and the reality is, is wine coolers really don't exist anymore. Sure they do. They're, no, they don't. They don't. They don't really. It's. I mean, they're really hard to find. You got to go with that other alternative now.
0: Malt but they beverage. do the malt
3: beverage. You ever had malt yeah. duck.
0: Malt duck. malt duck. Oh no, it doesn't that's, exist. That's yeah, that malt you, know, duck. you can actually make your own wine it. cooler. Just take was it just Seven Up and wine, throw it yeah, together, and exactly. it's exactly. You know, so. wine cooler, big deal. Um, um, what else? You know, if,
3: every, everyone's going to find. There's going to be the one person there that's going to have the members only jacket. They're going to find it somewhere.
2: Yeah. Anyway, but I want to be invited to that party. I want to where Sarita lives. Invite Steve and I. <laughs> That'd be fun. That's oh and
3: not one. me i see how it is okay
0: yeah that was really weird how didn't. yeah did fight, you know. uh, yeah I all right know. another letter i'm not
3: feeling the love
0: another letter here read this one right here
2: okay this is from kyle in uh south carolina i got one for you i am looking for the song crazy by the john hall band from 1981-82 I think it was a minor video hit with one of the guys in the band being bald and wearing those red-rimmed glasses from the 80s. Somebody wore a jumpsuit in the video as well. Do you have any recollection or information on this? I know this is an unusually strange request, but any help is appreciated. P.S. Steve, thanks for the nude photos. Steve, (laughs) really? (laughs) Knock it off. Uh, Steve has an answer for you, Kyle. The John Hall band. Steve, hit it.
0: No, no. We, we look We tried. We tried to research this, and we can't find an answer. But if any of the listeners out there know John Hall Band, John Hall it. Band, email us at the 80s at tapabit and we'll pass along the answer.
2: By the way, uh, a few weeks ago, I requested the theme song from the um, '80s uh, actioner action show, Hardcastle McCormick, oh, some, yeah, and somebody yeah. sent it in. Yeah.
1: Oh sweet. Yeah. I was sweet. really
2: happy to hear that. Wow. It was good. Do you, you want to request anything, Kathy?
3: No, not right now. Okay. I'm sure there's something coming it. up. I will.
0: Here's one for you to read, Kathy. Bottom up.
3: Okay. One. This is from and I'm gonna butcher his name, I think, Sergeant Christopher Mazur or Mazur. And he is um stationed in Baghdad, Iraq right oh, now. He gave her a good one to read. I know. Let's see. Christopher says, Well, I guess I can't really say that I grew up in the 80s, but, hell, I got to my early teens by the end. Oh, I feel so old. (laughs) I found your podcast one time through, I think it was FARC.com. Ooh, cool. I've listened to most of them during that past month or so. Want to know if there are any plans for a show dedicated to fast times at Ridgemont High? It's just one of the movies. By the way, I found your blog and links to your podcast while in Iraq. Still here in Iraq and listening. Christopher. Oh, that's cool. <gasps> that cool. is Excellent. so
0: cool. That is. That was a good one. We actually did do an episode on Fast Times Richmond High. We did it. Um,
3: it was before my time.
0: Before you were here. when Gina Yeah, so
3: Gina probably. So one of the very early ones. Me,
0: Gina, and God, John. I want to say you were here for that one, too. I was here.
3: You know, a lot of people expect
1: that maybe Mark Cutback Davis or Bob Jungle Death Gerard would take the honors this year.
2: Oh, those guys are fast!
0: (laughs) Remember that one? That was a good
2: episode. That was a good episode. I saw Gina the other night. Gina Vivanetto and I, for those who remember, Gina and I were both reviewing the Gwen Stefani show. The Ford Amphitheater in Tampa. Gina was doing it for the Tampa Tribune.
0: I was doing it for the same few times. It was great. We hugged a lot. Talk about Here we go, Sean. Whatever. This one I saved just for Sean. Are you ready? Oh, yeah, no. yeah. It it goes, it's, starts, hate going, it's hate going. mail. Hate mail. Ooh. <laughs> uh, da, 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 da. Hi, guys. I'm a
2: 14-year-old girl, and I live just outside Dublin, Ireland, not Ohio. <laughs> and I am a big fan of the 80s and, of course, stuck in the 80s. But I have a major bone to pick. On the One Hit Wonders of 1985, you featured Aha. Right? Well, Aha may be a three hit wonder in the States. I'll settle for three because, yeah, okay, they only had three hits in America, but it was definitely not one. And as for the One Hit Wonder status you gave them, they're soon to release their ninth album. There you go. America isn't the be all and end all for music. Yes, okay, you are an American show, but that was titled wrong. Aha, an amazing group with fans that show steely grit and determination. Wow! And then there's just one of those annoying emoticons here. They drive me crazy. Uh, anyway, they have influenced the likes of Coldplay, the Pet Shop Boys, and the Feeling. I just reviewed the new Feeling album; yeah. quite good. They recently received a Q Inspiration Award. Aha, are huge in Europe and humongous in South America. And I thought I'd like to clean their name up a bit. And whenever you say, they cannot be compared to Pete Burns and Dead or Alive. P.S. Kathy, thank you for the nude photos.
1: Oh, <laughs> no. uh,
2: that's from Laura McLennan from Dublin,
0: Ireland, just outside Dublin, Ireland. That's a great letter. See, that I, is. I actually emailed her back to talk to her a little bit about that. And I've always wanted to ask people from Ireland, you know, what's this? What's this? How do you guys feel about you 2 over there? Because, I mean, they're so huge over here and everybody. Probably the definitive 80s band. Yeah. And, and she's kind of like, eh. You know. Take 'em or leave 'em, you know. Really? You know, just not you know, not much of a reaction whatsoever, really, over there to whatever they do. Which I, I thought was a lot. but hey. That's why I asked.
3: That's why you asked, see. I know. Well good. Good for you know, I think that podcast touched a nerve with people.
0: Well, you know well, I guess we could have argued that you could almost you, can you make a whole podcast show about Aha though?
3: No. I could, but and <laughs>
0: I, I tell a lot more Norway stories.
3: <laughs>
0: oh. I, I leave it to the listeners. If you think we, Laura
3: and I could, if you think we I can crank that. out
0: an entire episode on Aha, you I you, think we could have. Email us at the 80s at tenbet and talk man. us into it, and we will we will certainly uh, we'll open it up to our European listeners and they can uh, make. Morton, their comments. if you're
3: out there, we want to interview you.
0: <laughs> yeah, this is weird. He's listening to the show.
3: I'm sure he is.
0: Oh my god! I forgot about this email. Okay. It's another another mean email. Uh oh. Ready?
3: Okay, let's bring it on.
0: Hi, this is. From, we don't
3: want people to think we're only going to read this, the good emails. This is
0: from Catherine Hempel in Sydney, Australia. Okay. Hi, Steve. Sorry, but Kathy is right. Oh,
3: that. that's an awesome email. It starts out great already. I don't know what your problem is.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't even want to read it now. Screw you.
3: Oh no 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 no! Here, Steve, you can read it. You can I'll read, read it. it. It's a top Fine. email. Hi, Steve. Sorry, but Kathy is right about Alison Moye not being a one-hit wonder. Not in Australia, anyway. Besides invisible, besides invisible, she had two hits called "All Cried Out" and "Love Resurrection." Also, I have a query about her band, her being in the band Yaz, as I'm pretty sure it was actually called Yazoo. Actually, you are correct. They started out as Yazoo, but then the they shortened it to Yaz. So they started out that way, but they did become Yaz eventually. They had two hits that I know of. Yes, you are correct. Don't Go and Only You. Um, I believe there's also Situation. But anyway, she has popped up in more recent times on an episode of The Vicar of Dibley in the UK. No way. I've got to see if I can Netflix it. Maybe she's still big there. No, I'm sorry. <laughs> she's not. Only me. Anyway, also Paul Young had a hit called Love of the Common People.
1: But you know you get by, cause she's living in the love of the common people, spared from the heart of a family man. that gonna buy you a dream to cling to, Mama's gonna love it just as much as she can. and she can.
3: Perhaps we had more Brit Pop in our Australian charts than in the US absolutely love your show Catherine Hempel Sydney, Australia very nice see why did you say that was mean just because I'm right and you're wrong I get you know well
0: this is weird
2: okay here we go here's an 80s trivia question for you I've sure. never heard of this what novelty hit by Bellotto enthused hardly any clothes sand between my toes white stuff on my nose I've never even heard of this what is it I want to be a lifeguard uh- <laughs>
1: I wanna be a
2: lifeguard Help, 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 help I wanna guard your life I wanna be a lifeguard Lifeguard, lifeguard life Hardly any clothes Lifeguard Sand between my toes Lifeguard White stuff <laughs> on my nose Have you heard of that? Actually, yes. Yes, yes, Really? yes. Huh. Weirdest thing. Hmm.
3: All I right, believe sorry, he Steve. meant. I believe he was referring to the uh, the bullfrog, though, that you put on your nose when you're a lifeguard.
2: Yeah, the the, the zinc oxide, that mm-hmm. stuff. Yeah, right, so Steve, I'm sure yes. that's what he Another
1: meant. At least Steve I'm make gonna let you read this that. one
0: because oh, I, I have awesome. the explanation for it. This letter, I believe, is about our Tom Wopat interview.
2: Okay, this is from uh, Craig Goose Gossage, <laughs> and it says, "Okay, first of all." I'm an avid fan of the podcast. Haven't missed one yet.
3: Oh wow, good, thank you. Uh oh, here comes this week's
2: show. Was sterile, boring, the most detached podcast ever. Sorry, but it had to be said. I don't know what the situation was, but your questions were so canned, monotone, and you just didn't seem involved in the interview. It sounded like you were reading the questions for the first time. Kind of reminded me of those produced interviews where the celebrity answers packaged questions and then the local correspondent dubbed their questions over the audio track. (laughs) That being said, I'll be waiting for the next podcast. Hopefully you will be covering a topic that you are more involved with. Love your show, but this one just missed the mark. Thanks for all the great times. Keep those times coming. Still a fan, Craig Gossage. Oh, no. wow. wow. Now, what was oh, this? Man. This oh, obviously man. talking about this was the Nancy the... Wilson. No.
3: no, I was worried <laughs> when I read that. I went, oh, no.
2: What was we Craig failed. Gossage so furious about?
0: This was the interview we did with Tom Wolpat from Dukes of Hazard. Okay. And...
3: When you say we, you mean you?
0: Yeah. And you, let me.
2: He let me ex-
3: uses the raw we because I wasn't there. Were you there? Yeah. No.
0: Let me. Ex- I wasn't there. Let mm-hmm. me explain how this all went down because this is an interesting story. Because I would have body slammed Wopat.
2: <laughs> I would have a- taken him to task. For what? For f- fifty years of southern oppression.
3: Hey, this is Tom Wopat. You're listening to Stuck in the Eighties.
1: Amazing, isn't it?
2: What? Yeah. I'd be like, whoa, Pat, you set us back, man. I don't care if you are in Chicago. Bring it.
3: Bring it.
0: <laughs> no, I'm sorry. Go ahead, Steve. <laughs> I totally lost my train of thought. <laughs> the, the, the deal was, so well, they called me the day before the interviews. And it was one of these things that we did at, at the last second and said, you know, do you want to talk to Tom Wopat? He's, he's, he's touring the country doing Chicago. And uh, Mr. Daly over there didn't want to do the interview with me. Uh, I don't think, Kathy, you were here that day. I
3: was not. And, I would have uh, done it with you but I believe I was out of the office. So
0: I got John Fleming, who's our performing arts critic and works a colleague of Sean's over there uh, to do the yeah, interview. Yeah, he
3: was on our Molly Ringwald podcast. Yeah,
0: yeah, he's the one who did the Molly Ringwald podcast with me. And uh, he was supposed to come over and we were supposed to both interview Tom. Well, the, the problem was we had some technical snafus that uh, uh, with our, you know, our studio and we could not patch us all in. You know, we couldn't so we had to at the very last second we had to uh, we had to totally do, redo the way we did the interview, and I had to I had to interview him on a, on a regular phone line, and then we oh, recorded it. See. And the problem was, and so so Steve, I mean, so John Fleming couldn't join us. It was just me, and um, and then when we finally hear the v- video, well, I think Debbie can explain this. Debbie is our producer; she can explain what happened next.
1: Well, what happened was is that uh, Steve's correct. The um someone else on the staff was being creative with the chords here in the recording studio and three people were trying to reconfigure everything on deadline and we just, we just passed the mark. And so Steve was a real good trooper and I set him up in another room with one of the uh, recording units that we use in the field and uh, shut him in the room and, and he went after the interview. And then afterwards, um, I don't recall that there were problems with anything other than the fact that we just had to put that audio into the show. Um, Kind of like as an extra soundtrack.
0: My my voice dropped out in the in the original recording.
1: Oh, that's right. Cause you the, could oh, barely hear you yeah. could
0: barely hear me talking, and then Tom would be at normal volume. Right. Oh. So what we had to do is we had to come back. I had to listen right. to the review. I had to come back in here, and re-record the oh, questions. Oh, so
3: it yeah, does. We, so we,
1: he's kind I, of right. Am, it I does am, sound well, like you're being re-recorded. I'm, I'm curious. Th- we had to do voiceovers. Yeah, yeah, we had to dub his voice back Debbie, in.
2: Debbie, how do you feel that Steve just threw you under the bus there and ba- essentially
0: blamed? No, it wasn't her fault.
1: No, I don't feel that way. No, it was just a a fact of working with a big staff that doesn't always know what they're doing because we're still learning all these chords in here and and uh, now we know how to put them. You're back. really
2: making
0: Craig Gossage feel bad right now. No, I, I actually emailed him back and told him this already. But for the rest of the people who didn't know what went wrong on that show, because when you listen to it, yeah, it sounds it sounds pretty canned because it was. Yeah. Okay. And um, you know, and I was rattled because suddenly, you know, I'm, I'm expecting to do the interview with somebody else, and then that person doesn't can't do it with me, and the whole nine yards, and.
1: Uh, i thought you held your composure very well
0: <laughs> well he calls me i pick up the phone he's like steve there i'm like yeah steve he goes well pat here i'm like hey well pat <laughs> you said that you yeah. called him WoPat. pat hey, hey well pat <laughs>
3: uh-huh. <laughs> what
0: i did why? He did i heard it <laughs> why did th- i have this habit when people call me on my on my work line they'll say hey this is uh sean daly from features and i'll be like hey sean daly so whatever you say, I'm going to say back, back to you. So oh, good
2: but to you know. didn't say, "Hey Tom Wopat," you said, "Hey Wopat," or said, not hey, Wopat. "Hey
3: Wopat," not "Hey Mister Wopat." No, I just said, "Hey Wopat," just "Hey Wopat." <laughs> oh, oh, so it was downhill oh, from there. No, was no was he was, was great.
0: great. He was a, he was a really good interview, and and I wish my 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 original questions hadn't you know you know kind of disappeared on the on the tape because it, you know, it was a nice conversation with him. I really enjoyed talking to him. But that is the reason why that that there show you is uh, you got a
3: little so behind the scenes.
0: So Debbie and I, you know, at literally after we recorded it, we realized how bad, it, how, how bad the recording was. We had to come in here. And I, I sat here and read through my list of questions and just tried to change the inflection every time. like, so what's up with Chicago?
3: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
0: so what's up with John Schneider? <laughs> so what are you going to do after this? And it was, it was really embarrassing. And, uh, I'm sure know, it was fine. But, uh, you know, it was, it was fun. He could-
2: uh, well, I want to read a quick letter to make everybody feel better.
3: Okay. This is
2: from Auckland, New Zealand.
3: Oh, okay.
2: And uh, it's just a little note that somebody dropped to Steve and says, How's everything over there? I thought I'd drop you a line to let you know that we're still playing your shows on Retro Hit Radio in New Zealand. Cool. The Kiwis. The Kiwis. Last night at home on the home stereo, I listened to the Kenny Loggins interview. What a nice guy. Huey Lewis. Isn't he seasoned with critics? Mm, just <laughs> huh? one particular yeah, critic. No I'll get you, Lewis. I'll get you, Huey Lewis. <laughs> and the two trivia shows were excellent listening. Dude, better entertainment than TV any day. Ooh. This morning on the way to work, I was listening to the one-hit wonders of 1984 via the radio station. I'd missed a couple of songs on playlists, and I found myself jotting down a couple of tracks to add to Playlist. Also, the Kenny Loggins number Meet Me Halfway, wow, I'd completely forgotten about that one. Please pass on a big hello to my, uh, my favorite guy in the world, Sean Daly.
3: Uh, I don't think that said that, Ah, uh, No, it says, no. please pass on
2: a big hello to Kathy Day, uh, Sean and Dave for me, would you? Uh, keep up the excellent work as always. I know that we're not in communication much, but we're out there. Uh, like Kenny Loggins and Stevie Nicks, just on different paths. Catcher Richard, and that's the station manager of Retro Hit Radio in Auckland, New Zealand. So, stuck in the 80s, fans are part of a
0: global community. Yes. Yes. That's nice. That's very nice. It's cool. It's very cool. Do nice. cool. you know we also play in Antarctica now? Really? No, you're yes. kidding no, me. No, I'm not kidding. Wow. They um they have a deal in Antarctica. They they don't have good internet access down there.
3: Okay. So I had they, a friend that was there. Yeah. They yeah. don't
0: so I mean they can't listen to us via regular, you know, iTunes yeah. and no. such. So they they wrote asking can we send them a couple disks ah. with episodes on it. So this was several months ago now. So we, I think we sent them down about twenty episodes on disc, and so they have a low-powered radio station down there that plays to basically you know the small research community that's down there. Yeah. So the show plays on uh, radio in Antarctica and in New Zealand. Have you sent New no, ones? Uh, we're,
1: no, I can only you can only send Iraq. them
0: every so often because you have to I have to send them to South Africa yeah. via the mail, and then a, a steam like a, a boat takes it from South Africa to Antarctica. So only like twice a year can I send them. That's episodes. great! Wow. So is, right, is right one now of they're
2: them, uh, ACDC versus uh, I'm sure so yeah. it Roses? is I forget I forget which I ones. Know.
0: you know it was, it was Dave Morrison the previous producer who who chose which episodes to send
3: oh so he did like oh he okay. chose which ones so, he okay okay but, yeah so I, I, love that, uh, I love that
0: I love that the mm-hmm. station manager in Auckland liked the Kenny Loggins in the interview because that was wow that was something else yeah we had a great time with Kenny
2: I he was believe- nice to me he
0: sang to us I, I
2: had a great time with Huey Lewis he
0: was just a little salty
2: yeah, yeah. Kenny's a, or, uh, a man's man.
0: We've he had is. some fantastic interviews. I, I really think that Nancy uh, Wilson from Heart was was just one of the highlights, too. She was so nice. It was unbelievable. She was. She's so cool. Hi, you're listening
3: to Nancy Wilson of Heart, Stuck in the 80s with you.
0: She sang for us, too. She so did. That's, we're two for two. So.
2: I'll have to check that one out. Yep.
0: We've got some other uh, celebrity interviews in the works, we hope. We're trying to work uh, to get Asia next because they're playing uh, here in Clearwater, Florida. Uh, they're actually doing a North American tour this summer. And it's kicking off in Florida.
2: With the Alan Parsons Project.
0: With the Alan yeah. Parsons Project. When
2: Kathy right and I got married the first time, we, yeah. we uh, came down the, wa- uh, the aisle to Don't Answer Me.
3: Yeah. It was, <laughs> it was a weird was, choice. Yeah, yeah I thought
2: know, so. But
0: it kind of, you know. <laughs> you know, it worked at the moment. You should have gone with the ages in the heat of the moment. <laughs> <laughs> or Don't so the, Cry. The, don't the, Cry. The, the smile, the smile has left your <laughs> eye. <Yeah. laughs> so we're hoping to get them. I want to get Jeff. I down. As I
2: stand <laughs> and stand in hand, Kathy and
0: Steve. <laughs> We're going to work... Uh, Def Leopards coming to town later this summer. We're going to try to get them on the show. That's cool. I got a request to talk to Getty Lee from Rush.
2: Excellent.
0: I'm 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 currently reviewing the new Rush album. Yeah, what do you think? it just What's came your,
2: out? <laughs> the Viper and the Sandman. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that is. It's like some <laughs> Did You see that that, that
0: album prim- debuts at number 3 on Billboard's Hot 100? Wow, Did it? Oh,
2: really? it. number well, 3.
3: I guarantee when they come There were midnight sales in, at our local record shop here. Wait, I, I I should probably know this,
2: but is it like the first album in a decade in, or something? Uh, No, five, five, years, 5 years, 5 years. But it's a yeah, at still sounds pretty good. And it takes about like three minutes to like Neil Peart's like.
0: (laughs) You know what's great? Every time you watch like a Rush video, when they they show a live concert video, the entire audience is full of nothing but Neil Peart wannabes. (laughs) Oh, of course. And they're all doing doing the air drumming. I have a theory
3: about that. What's that? that Well, that all of my friends that like Rush, they're all drummers. Every single one of
0: them. A lot of the Asia fans are Carl Palmer fans as well. So, I mean, drummers are big with the 80s fans. Hey, I hope you enjoyed our reader mailbag. We love uh, reading your emails. We answer every single one you send us, I promise, even if I don't forward them on to Kathy and Sean. Yeah,
3: tr- trust us. Some yeah, of the really
0: mean ones, I especially don't forward to no, them.
3: No, the mean ones he he feels free to pass on. <laughs> so, you know.
0: So, anyway, keep them coming. Our email address is the 80s at tampabay.com. Don't forget to check out our blogs at blogs.tampabay.com. Sean's got one called Pop Life, and he's doing fantastisch with his numbers lately, so keep it up. In the meantime, we'll remain here firmly.
1: Stuck in the 80s Ciao Yes, we're living in the love of a common people Smiles from the heart of a family man Daddy's gonna buy you a dream Stuck
0: in the 80s is produced by the St. Petersburg Times and TampaBay.com To read our blog, go to blogs.tampabay.com slash 80s Email us at stuck in the 80s at bay.com, And remember to subscribe to the podcast at iTunes
1: love of